Welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I'm Jesse, as always. As always. Um, welcome to part two of our Dragon Con wrap-up episodes. I was going to say episode, but it's more than one. Um, Jesse. Yeah. Cocktail Corner. Cocktail Corner. Shoo-be-doo. Um, so, uh, cocktail corner—that's the jingle we're going with. <laughs> that's happening. That's happening. We need one. I may work on one. You know that this podcast is a work on progress. You know, every episode is like a little surprise. It's a work. Is in there going to be a new jingle? Is it going to be a different jingle next week? You'll never know. Isn't that why you keep coming back? You made a cocktail. I did. I made a cocktail called the Swaggle Waggle. Um, uh, because uh, it was made out of Swaggle Waggle. Um, oh, snap. This, this year we found alcohol swag. We did. Or I did. Uh, it had like a little cup and a rubber duck and a... Uh, airplane bottle of gin yeah that swaggle and then at some other point in the dragon con experience i had gotten some smarties candy Uh as a swaggle um so that's what i made into my cocktail it was gin and then green tea citrus seltzer i use a lot of you guys probably noticed I use a lot of uh, flavored seltzers in my cocktails, but that's because A, I drink that anyway. Right. And B, uh, it makes a nice light refreshing, something that's not too heavy, in my opinion. So green tea, citrus, uh, sparkling water, gin, airplane bottle of gin, (laughs) and uh, the garnish was not my usual four to 10 cherries. It was instead uh, Smarties candy, uh, so that was my that was my cocktail. So Amazing, made out of again the fizzy water wasn't swag, but oh listen, you know, doing our best. Yeah, I mean, you could have just, I guess, done a shot of that gin and called that the drink, but. I don't think I could have done a shot of gin. I think you're really, <laughs> really overestimating my powers. Uh, yeah. Um, a segment that's not really new anymore. Yeah. It's called, I'm going to ask you a question. I wish you would. Something's on my mind. Okay, this is going to be very specific, but what's your favorite, like, random thing that you found out that a celebrity can do that's, like, an actual talent? So, like, um, (laughs) you know, I'm going somewhere with this. I had something in mind. I had to think of this one at the last minute, and I had something in mind. I was just uh, talking to a friend about something I recently found out about a celebrity that I was surprised slash impressed I don't know I don't have an answer I don't know if there's anything that I'm like 
or like you know like steve martin plays the banjo no i didn't know that uh, carrie fisher uh you know was a writer screenwriter and a writer writer uh my thing was that dermot moroni plays the cello oh, jesus <laughs> well i've been watching rewatching orange is the new jungle Mm-hmm. Or Mozart in the Jungle, as it's actually called, and I'll tell you, sloppy music acting. Anyway, but I noticed that that so this is how I discovered this is because I noticed that uh, Andrew Walsh, that's a character, Dermot Moroni's character. I was like, wow, he they they showed him playing cello a lot more than any of the er- other characters that showed them ever playing, and it did not look dodgy to me. So I was like, why did he put so much work into uh, when everyone else didn't give a shit? And then I looked up and it turns out uh, he it's because he he's played the cello since he was seven. So I mean, I saw a video the other day of Chris Evans playing a beautiful little ditty on the piano and I didn't know he could play piano, but. Like, like I wasn't like oh, Chris Evans can play the piano. Like well, I wasn't didn't... like Dermot Moroni can play the cello. I was just like, <laughs> oh, good on him. Like I'm glad that at least one of the actors they hired yeah. for this, because like again, as much as I love Gail Garcia Bernal, they they're very careful to never actually show him playing the violin or the piano. So anyway, right. Dermot Moroni is out there playing the cello. Um, so as previously mentioned, uh, we're going to get into our tail end of Dragon Con 2021 today. Um, we touched on a first couple cosplays. So if you missed that, go back and listen to the previous episode. Um, but yeah, we're starting off with Sunday's cosplays, I think, right? Yeah, I think we pretty much ended Saturday. Oh, one one thing that uh, we didn't touch on, um, because if you did listen to the previous episode, uh, previous DragonCon episode, um, we mentioned that it was a re-record. We lost our audio um, the first time we recorded it. So uh, one thing we mentioned the first go around and just kind of breezed over last time was um, Jesse had made the raspberry bars yep um there are very favorite little uh corgi gorgle con snack that we get to have um but we weren't sure if we would get them and we found the recipe so jesse made uh, a whole bunch of them and brought them with us and we snacked on them uh we had our second um meetup on saturday um and we had told everybody hey we're gonna bring these so you can have them um our friend amy uh, is in the Spartans and uh, she hadn't she'd been fasting basically like hadn't been eating bread and drinking and stuff and um, she was excited about that because well, a pretty strict diet right yeah she was uh, excited we, because I did not know I mean it makes sense yeah they, you know I did not know that before, previous to meeting her so yeah so she was going to be done with her Spartan stuff her 300 obligations um and so she was like yeah bring those uh so jesse brought all of them to our meetup and um in the hustle and bustle of leaving to get to dinner reservations um jesse asked them if they wanted to take them to share and they ended up in the hands of uh the spartans and so this is the year that 
Jesse fed the Spartans at Dragon Con. Yeah, I'm basically Jesus. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so that was a fun little thing. Uh, you know, we uh, there's always little things like that that happen at Dragon yeah, Con. Are- like I, said, I told them to go ahead and take them while we were paying our bill at the bar because uh, there's just no way we would have been able to eat the rest of them. Right. Um, so do you want to jump into Sunday's cosplays? Uh, that's when we did. We, I think we've at least alluded to these on the podcast before. I don't know if we've outright said what we're doing. I can't doing. remember. I may have outright said what I'm doing. Maybe. Or what I did now in the past. But um, we home- got our Ultra Sabers at Comic Palooza mm-hmm. um, uh, pretty much as soon as it was in my hands and I knew what color it was and like looked at it. I started thinking of, okay, what can I cosplay now <laughs> using right. this lightsaber? Uh, so then uh, I had been talking about wanting to do a Loki variant for Dragon Con. It's just like a fun, quick one to put together. And then I was like, mm, green lightsaber, Loki. So right. I decided I wanted to do a Jedi Loki, uh, put it together kind of uh, for us last minute for Dragon Con. Like I said, we didn't decide or uh plan it at all until comic palooza so mm-hmm. less than two months before dragon right con. so that's pretty short notice for us for like a normal dragon con costume but of course we had a lot less to worry about and to do this year because all of our other costumes have been since 2019 right uh so uh Decided I wanted to put that together. Um, made a headpiece using part of a tutorial from uh, Sheila, the friend, number one friend of the podcast. <laughs> um, I used part of her tutorial for that. Um, and then changed some things to make it more Jedi, of course. Because uh, uh, I didn't want it to be an exact replica of his movie horns right and then i just had my regular hair because my regular hair is pretty close to loki's uh dark and disheveled not really doesn't really know what it wants to be other than dark and limp uh uh i made what else did i make oh i made decals for my ultra saber um, because I wanted it to look more ornate, uh, more similar to my uh, Galaxy's Edge saber. That would be, I, that, I think that's one of the biggest things that I like better about my Galaxy's Edge saber compared to uh, my Ultra saber is that it's so much more ornate in the hilt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made some... Uh, decals to kind of look like etchings to kind of look more similar uh i put on uh one of them says loki in norse runes and then the rest of them are all old um uh old uh republic uh old republic Mm -hmm. symbols because i really got it in my head i don't know why that i wanted to go like old republic era jedi like prime high era of the jedi kind of vibe so uh i also so the it's from the old republic lightsaber at galaxy's edge where the etching comes from 
but someone, I couldn't find any pictures of it that weren't just like pictures of people's lightsabers from Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I did was someone had pointed out on Reddit that it was the same etching from the spine of one of the books in The Last Jedi. And so I went and found a screenshot of the movie and uh, cut out like with MS Paint the spine of the book and then I had to clean it up a lot so that really honestly was the most work I put into it just for that small detail that probably no one noticed Mm -hmm. Um, because I had to do a lot of digital editing on that which I don't know what I'm doing so I had to do a lot of playing around with that to get it to be clean enough to work um I made just simple a simple cloth belt uh like you you know would see with a Jedi, I made a um, uh, wraps, I guess we would call them the things that go over your shoulders. I don't know if those have uh, an official name. And I uh, took a fur like stole that I already had and made it into kind of a collar. There were little snaps. That's something I would do differently. I think that's the main thing I would do differently if I wore it again. Uh, would I put something more substantial in there? Because the snaps kept coming loose as I was walking around. So it was just one of those. I had to keep stuffing it back down. Yeah. Trying to re-snap it. Uh, but I wanted it to be removable because I was afraid about getting hot, which I did get sweaty in it. I don't remember ever being like boiling, boiling hot, but I do remember being a little sweaty. So um yeah, like I said, it was really quick. Not too much work uh, went into it. Uh, wanted, I knew I wanted something comfortable, especially for this year when when we knew we were going to be wearing masks, which we didn't at the time. Uh, yeah. But I was glad I went with it because it was very comfortable. Uh, and I'm just getting too old to wear an uncomfortable cosplay. That's so. fair. The end. I think that's. You said that you really enjoyed, uh, like the camaraderie between all the Loki. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily like my favorite cosplay. Just like there just wasn't that much. Like I said, I really didn't put that much work into it. The most work was cleaning up that file to cut out that like runes, um, for my lightsaber hilt, like that tiny detail. So it, there just wasn't a lot to be proud of because I didn't make a whole lot for it. Not that I still, like I said, I'm very happy with the way it looked. I enjoyed wearing it. It was very comfortable. I think I had a couple little creative ideas. There just wasn't that much to it. Um, but I did like like people being like, oh, a Jedi Loki, Loki variant. Again, like even if people don't come up and t- ask to take a picture, just like those little things like, Oh, cool. you hear people saying stuff right yeah. or like when someone just says oh I like your cosplay or right. because the like we mentioned the Loki series was partially filmed at the Marriott um TVA scenes uh um there were a, just a lot of Lokis and you know there probably would have been a lot of Lokis anyway just because it was such a popular series show. right um but uh I think the fact like I said that the Marriott is where you know, is actually in the series really upped that yeah um, so i liked that there were so many different variants so many different we honestly didn't see as many as i thought we would 
um we saw a lot but i expected it to be like every other a sea of loki's yeah or at least like every other person would have like just the horns on and be like well i'm a loki variant so uh i thought it was uh really cool just like a president loki saw me across the street and was like loki and then when we passed each other gave me a loki for president button yeah um so when jesse uh started planning hers on the way home from comic blues in houston i immediately went well how how what can i do to uh match so we can cosplay together and a couple different things went through my head originally i thought i was going to do thor since she was going to do loki um i have a blonde wig you know i was like i could do thor but um we were talking about taking our new ultra sabers and my ultra saber was blue and i was like ooh, like don't don't know about that i started thinking and i was like um ooh, i've always wanted to do nebula um i could do nebula and so and jesse has a pair of laku that she wore for her twilight a couple years ago and so i was like hey if i did nebula could i do like a twilight nebula and borrow your laku and she was like yeah sure so i jumped into like i said i thought that was a cool idea uh i would not have it you know it would have taken me i think a lot longer to get there than you did maybe well i think probably because i was like ugh bald cap like one of the reasons i've not done nebula before (laughs) um and then i was like wait a minute like i could substitute the leku for a bald cap right um so i automatically jumped into it and um i my original train of thought was um leku uh actually on the way home from comic palooza we were looking up um i was googling like her prosthetics like how people did that and um there's a a pretty popular cosplayer um uh, Allison Tabitha that does uh, a lot of makeup transformations and stuff and she actually had a template for uh, her it was just like out of uh, EVA foam um, for the prosthetics and so I bought that it was like five dollars to print it out to buy it and print it out um, so I bought that and got home and started trying to plan okay how am I going to do this and my original train of thought was I wanted to make it um, mostly black, but also really resemble her um, costume you first see her in, in like the original Guardians of the Galaxy. And so I bought the material. I made uh, pleather pants that would match this pleather uh, tank top thing I was making. And I got it all. I have it. Like it's together, it's one whole piece. I was going to say, yeah, I it's, saw done. It. <laughs> it's done. It's <laughs> done. Um, but I got it together. I got it done and I hated it. Uh, I felt like I looked like Hawkeye. Um, it just, it just with the black and the purple, it just wasn't what I was wanting. Um, so I kept the pants and I derailed. I have a Anakin, uh, like from Revenge of the Sith, uh, costume, uh, that we wore to Galaxy's Edge. And so I was like, okay, I could use some of this stuff for it. Like I wanted to be more on the Sith side anyway. Um, so I ended up just taking some uh, purple fabric that I had and making uh, kind of like the Jedi or like Jedi robe sashes um, and then using my uh, belt. And then I made an underbelt also with little pockets that resembled something on her costume, but that was super easy. Um, 
I made her prosthetic and I ended up attaching it uh, with the Laku. Uh, they have like a headband most of the time that covers that seam. Yeah, even and, in the movies. Again, yeah, that's, right. that's now like a canon, like cultural thing. Right, right. But I think the reason why they did that was because it made it much easier in the movies to hide, hide the seam. Yeah. That seam, you know, you don't have to spend hours and hours blending a prosthetic. Right. So, so I made, I made my prosthetic out of different sizes of EVA foam and I, you know, carved all the little details in there and painted it and distressed it and all that. Um, and then I ended up making a, uh, matching headband and just kind of mimicking a lot of the same shapes and symbols, um, on that headband as her pro her eye prosthetics and stuff I ended up making that and attaching those two pieces so it would be easier I ordered um I did a I researched what she had used um the makeup she used the the glue she had used and kind of compared it to what other people were using and prosade kept popping up and it was something that I'd never used before but I ended up ordering that um I made a her like robot arm out of um eva foam and made cuffs and her little arm pr protector and bracers and stuff out of duct tape and foam and all kinds of stuff um, and covered all that with fabric um my major issue was um oh one of our listeners kenzie had told us um oh, about one of her early cosplay. That one had so many ups and downs. I forgot. About oh girl, I had so many ups and downs. So uh, she had told us, I didn't want to paint myself. I'd help Jessie um, when she did her Twi'lek and yeah, paint her arms that. and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I didn't want to have to worry about painting myself. But I remembered Kinsey had emailed us about one of her, her cosplays and had said that she had used uh, tights or pantyhose um and dyed them to match uh her paint and it happened to be blue too so I emailed or I messaged her and I said hey send me all those details so she sent me what she did and the dye she even used was the right color I needed so I ordered all that and I picked up a pair of pantyhose um and in my brain my brain said your arms are smaller than your legs so you want to get a smaller size than you know, you're, you would normally for your legs. So I did that. I dyed them. I had a really, really hard time sewing the fingers in like a really hard time. And it looked bad. It looked rough, but I knew I was going to have like different, like fingerless gloves over different parts of it. So I was like, maybe it won't show. So I went to put them on, put it on. And my mom was there and I could not get it on. Turns out the waist is also something you need to keep in mind because you're taking a pair of pantyhose and you're cutting out the crotch and you're using that as the neck hole and then putting your arms through. It didn't work. It did not fit. I was, I could not get it on. It, it was bad. So yeah. I ordered a <laughs> thicker pair of tights that would sew eat more easily. Um, and they were already the, you know, a good enough color. I ordered those. Uh, my mom, I put my hands in the feet and she sewed around my fingers, which was a lot easier than me trying to do it. And then instead of trying to put it over my head, 
um, I ended up just cutting off like the leg of the pantyhose and sewing it onto the tank top that I was wearing as like my underneath piece. Um, so that ended up working pretty nicely. Um, my makeup, I didn't trial before, but I was pretty happy with uh, how it looked. It stayed really well. Um, but two things I didn't, didn't do, I did not try the prosade before we got there because I was like, well, I've seen enough tutorials about it. Girl, this when is I tell be you how I felt when I saw you taking the shrink wrap <laughs> off of that prosade, I knew it was not going to go well. Well, here's the thing. I was like, it's just prosthetics glue. Like I, I, I was worried. That. We were both worried that it was going to work too well. Yeah. But yeah, I just assumed that you had tried it for that reason. No, 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 no. Yeah. I know if I'm going to lose an eyebrow, if I'm going to lose an eyebrow to cosplay, it's going to be at Dragon Con and not beforehand. I didn't I didn't lose an eyebrow so the issue that no. we had and I still don't know um I, I still have a bunch of it and I'm gonna try it again uh you know like in a trial circumstance or uh situation to see exactly what the issue was but I did my makeup and then um attempted to attach my I just had to to glue around my eye basically her piece everything else was secured um and it would not stay uh the prose didn't work and I don't know we both agreed that we that girl had done her makeup and then put the prosthetic on so we don't know I couldn't I remember I asked you oh I thought anyway I don't, uh, it makes sense that she would you know but yeah so um I it stuck for a little bit um but it kept wanting to come up and um so my cosplay did not last very long because of that reason also uh when I was making it, I did not account for needing to access my ears for mask purposes. So Jesse had to undo my uh, headpiece every time to help me get my mask on and off um, of my ears. Um, so mine didn't last very long. Uh, it was very, there was a lot of things that I had never done before that I did with this cosplay. Yeah, and I think again, I can't, that's why I was so shocked that you didn't like try any of it out at all <laughs> beforehand like I mean the only thing I didn't try was the pros aid and I really honestly was like well, this will work like it'll be fine <laughs> I just it was the last thing I was worried yeah. about I well think. and the Lekou were really small for your head so that was they were we they were about. we I knew it wasn't going to last very long because I knew those Lekou uh were either going to give me a headache or just like keep slipping yeah, like I said, even on my and head, I, really I, had... think, I really don't think it slipped off very much, but it was really uh -huh. digging in. Yeah, but once again, I got to try a bunch of things. I was really happy with how it looked, uh, you know, for the first hour or so. Um, and got to try I mean, things I had When you took it off, it didn't even look bad. It was just, I was aggravated with it at yeah. that point. Yeah. Man, yeah I like, don't know. like I said, I was planning on the Lekou being my issue, and then it ended up being the prosthetic pieces so um but I was still happy with it I was bummed um that I didn't take uh I took one backup cosplay and I needed to take more than that I was bummed about that but uh you know once again you live and you learn and uh next time we will be bringing multiple backups so so um but yeah I thought we both looked really awesome uh in our pictures and everything and uh we got noticed a couple times we got people Took our picture several times in the very short amount of time that we were together in cosplay um yeah it was i mean it was a fun one 
Yeah. Um, like I said, I thought yours looked awesome for the (laughs) short time she got to be on this earth. I still can't believe. I wish that I could transmit to you my emotions when I saw you taking that train crap off that pro thing. <laughs> I, I remember you saying something. It was like an ocean of emotions because at first I was confused because I would have sworn that you told me you did practice it mm. with the pro thing. Oh, no. And then like c- confusion went to shock and then <laughs> shock went to horror. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's something, uh, you know, to tackle at a later date, figure out exactly what the deal is with that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it didn't rip my I'm skin off, just... it didn't hurt my skin, it didn't take my eyebrows off, because I was a little worried then, like, are my eyebrows going to be there? And everything was fine. The paint did hold up really well, was really happy with that uh, paint, and... Yeah, even with your mask, uh, uh-huh. it held up really well. Yep, yep. So... Th- we went back so I could change. Um, and since we knew that I was going to be changing, um, we wanted to make sure we got it done because we had things to do the rest of the day. Um, well, and also and again, the- so that you weren't miserable. All right. Um, but one of those things was um, the Villain Vogue fashion show, um, which we, I don't think we've ever, I've never been to it before. I have. I'm sure I have. And okay. I, so it must have been my brother. Yeah. So we went to that because our sweet friend Sheila and her niece Brittany were in it um, as the twins from uh, The Shining and uh, they looked amazing. We also had some other friends in um, in there as well. Uh, Saw a bunch of cool cosplays that we hadn't got to see yet, but it was very neat. I really enjoyed it. Um, And then we went and had our very first Corgi Gorgle of the trip. So we had, it was just a chocolate cake with a pretty little Marriott carpet, uh, white white chocolate. chocolate. I wanted to say fondant, but I remembered it wasn't. Um, and it was delicious. Jesse and I shared that and had some drinks. Um, and then, uh, we just kind of wandered and visited with people. We ran into Lauren, um, who is Lauren does cosplay. Uh, she was on the podcast uh, a couple months ago. Um, we got to run into her and see her Witcher cosplay and all of its glory. And she looked amazing. We got to meet her friends and that was really fun to get to catch up with her. Um, we went to Miss Star Trek Universe. We went to Miss Star Trek Universe, which is always a lot of fun. I remember the first year I went, I was like, I don't know anything about Star Trek. Like, I still don't know that much about Star Trek. But it it is a lot of fun. uh, My brother had gone with me before Mm -hmm. you did. Yeah. He had mentioned how much he really enjoyed it, even though he knows next to nothing about Star Trek. So if you are a Dragon Con goer and not a Star Trek fan, it is a ton of fun for... um, anyone i think that you don't have to be a star trek fan uh to enjoy it in most of the opinions of most of the people i've talked to um yeah and then we ended the evening by hanging out with uh some of our friends uh in the marriott atrium um so that's kind of our cosplay roundup um jesse you did a casual cosplay monday and we'll get into that but one of the one of our favorite parts, as you've heard, of Dragon Con is that um, is swag and doing all that. And we started in 2019. Uh, we got our first badge ribbons to hand out, which is another big Dragon Con thing. Um, and we did that this year too. Uh, but we got cosplaying cocktails one, which was a lot of fun. I think they are so cute, and I yeah, love them. Got our more simple logo on them, mm-hmm. but they, they look, look real sharp. They look pretty sharp. They yeah. look pretty sharp. Um, 
So we had handed a bunch of those out and we took business cards and handed them out to people that we met. And, and that was a really neat, like conversation starter or, pe- you the know, people shark thing on the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we just kind of scattered them around, um, on tables but, and not just on the ground. We didn't litter. Correct. Yes. We're not trash Anyone people. thinking we're litterers. But so, uh, one of the other things, uh, we talked about doing was handing out swag. And I think we actually came up with that on the way home from Houston too. Um, we decided we were going to put together little goodie bags, uh, to leave around. And so I, I went to Dollar Tree and I got band-aids and um, we had discussed it. And then on the way, I got excited and then nothing else. And then the next thing I know you would put 20 of them together. And I was like, okay, I guess we're doing it now. Like (laughs) I got uh, excited again. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. My only thing was, again, it's like with snacks and we've taken swag before and then not given any of it out, but we did give all of it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we could have brought more too. Like, uh, yeah, we definitely could have. And then that, you know, it's just, uh, it was testing the waters, testing yeah, the waters. Yeah. I think um, but we test, left, uh, we, they were little cellophane bags with, um, band-aids, a business card or badge ribbon, um, uh, safety hand pins, sanitizer. hand sanitizer, um, googly eyes, which is a dragon con thing. Um, oh, and mints. Um, so just like an assortment of things you might need. Um, and then we put a little tag on them that said, Hey, you found swag, you know, uh, we hope that this helps brighten your con up. Um, if you want to post a picture, uh, tag us on social media. Uh, most people that do swag will mark it in some way so that, you know, if you find it, that it is somebody hasn't dropped something on accident, not just a random. Yeah. So, and, um, (laughs) So we put our information on there so people could tag us. And so we could see, we just thought it'd be interesting to see who found it or who got it because we did leave a lot of those. Now, some people we just handed them to, but a lot of them, we just kind of left laying around and uh, we did one person tagged us and on social media. And so that was really neat to see. It was kind of an exciting moment. Um, but yeah, it was fun to actually leave be swag this year. I need to be better about, cause like, that's the thing at first I was like, oh, I can't believe more people didn't tag us like maybe they all ended right. up in the trash but then I got to thinking like I found a lot of swag and I and didn't, you didn't right I just didn't think to because they were all just like you're hurting our swag card my girl well they just had all the like hashtag swag and swap or right. swag and seek swag and seek so uh uh I just don't hashtag I don't really social media so that doesn't you know keep in mind if you are a swag person that doesn't mean it's not appreciated I loved all my swag and a lot of it was people that I had seen them making it in the group, you know, like the Kablooey gum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was another fun little thing that we did this year. Um, Monday, we really just took the day. Um, Jesse, you want to talk about your little, your uh, casual cosplay? Yeah, method? I did. Um, Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service, just because um, it's one, it's, that one is just my normal clothes. Like it's straight up. Like I've worn that costume without the headband to work before. Right. <laughs> um, uh, it's just a t-shirt dress and uh, ballet flats and then the headband. Uh, and I carried around her bag. So I had like, an, I, I knew Monday we were going to be going to the vendors, which we'll get into. So I wanted to have like a nice big-ish bag, which I don't normally carry to cosplay. 
and I had crocheted before we went to, I had put Kiki together as a backup in case my Sophie costume didn't fit for um, Grand Rapids Con. Mm -hmm. So uh, I already had it all put together. So I told Paige, I'll probably throw this in my bag for Dragon Con and just wear it on Monday since it is super casual. And then that way I can still, you know, kind of cosplay on the last day of Dragon Con because that's another one. It's so casual that I don't know when else I would wear it. Right. Something like Monday at Dragon Con or I might wear it to work for Halloween this year. But um, I had cosplayed a, or cosplayed, crocheted a Gigi. So I had him poking out of my bag. Um, and a girl asked to take a picture with me and Gigi, actually, because I was kind of, you know, like I was like pretty much knew that nobody was going to ask to take my picture that day, which I was fine with, because again, it is essentially normal clothes. But people were real taken with Gigi. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what I wore. Like I said, I just wanted something. Usually we wear something nerdy on that Monday, if not an outright cosplay. We have outright cosplay before on Monday, but anymore, yeah. we, it's just not worth it. It's just, Yeah, it's so. such a chill day and we're just not there. You know, we're normally yeah. leaving by four like or people five. Are, so. Like most people that are there are leaving. They're not stopping to really admire cosplay or anything like that anyway. Yep. So I think something like that, like an everyday cosplay like that, uh, that you know doesn't take any longer to get ready than your normal stuff is about ideal for Monday in my opinion right uh, like I think like again I think we finally hit the sweet I or I did at least I won't speak for you like that's uh I think that's my Monday sweet spot um so yeah we just kind of wandered um we, you know, had to check out of our hotel room. We went and had brunch and then um, we wandered over to the vendor halls. We normally try to save that till Monday if we can help, if we can. Um, Jesse, what, what vendors really stuck out to you? Well, a lot of them were ones we had seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of the artists, <laughs> we kept doing this thing like, I stared at this one thing and I was like, why does that look so familiar? And then it ended up because it's hanging in the pod loft. It's in your house. <laughs> right. So, or like there was one that I own and I just didn't think about it. So, um, uh, ultra savers was there and I resisted the urge to buy another grab bag savers. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of myself for that. Well, and here's the thing. I just did not have a way to get it home. Uh, there's a booth called tea and absinthe, which we have seen before. I've bought Mm -hmm. tea from them before this time around. I bought some women of science glasses from them, Mm -hmm. like pint glasses, uh, Rosalind Franklin, who's, uh, like probably my all time favorite, uh, just really, really important in the field of chemistry and biochemistry, which is my jam. And then Marie Curie is the other one I got. Uh, I just thought they were really cute. And uh, so I ended up buying those. And then the only other thing I bought was uh, a pair of cat ears from Yaya Han's booth. Um, so if you, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a very good chance, you know, who Yaya Han is. We've mentioned her before on the podcast. I would say she's arguably the most famous cosplayer in the world. Yeah, I'd say probably. Um, uh, so she had a booth set up selling 
prints of her and some of her patterns that had been autographed and uh, t-shirts, things like that. And then also she had ears and I think maybe wings too, like small, like the My Little Pony wings Mm -hmm. uh, there that had been made from her original molds. They, I got a pair that were in the clearance bin and I thought they're really cute. I wear them not infrequently around my house though. <laughs> so I picked up three business cards. Uh, one of them, Jesse already kind of mentioned. Um, it's, uh, I think it's just called The Art of Megan Wyvey. Um, she has an Etsy shop called 18th Century Shop. And she is uh, the one that Jesse was like, this looks so familiar. I have the Hogwarts castle. Um, that she did on my wall so um but I got her business card because she always really uh stands out she has really beautiful work um another card we picked up was called the drug dragon's horde soaps and they had some of the most beautiful uh just soap um bath bombs and soaps uh, at their shop and we talked to them for a little bit they were really nice people um and they you know they had stuff that I will probably order at some point. They have a Facebook group um, or a Facebook page. Uh, I don't know that they're on Etsy. Um, and then uh, the other one we saw that I was really intrigued by was called Ardani Studios. And they are out of Nashville, Tennessee. And they had uh, prosthetic elf ears and hobbit ears and just different kinds of prosthetic ears and maybe i can't remember if they had noses too um, i they, don't think so you think it was just ears i thought there was I something think. else there too but they had like a thing like a little page that had a lot of other options that were on their website mm-hmm. very possible that that was like something they had there yeah or and they are they are, they, also, they are also um on etsy um but yeah, so they had some really cool things and I went ahead and took their card because uh, always looking for good elf ears. Um, yeah, those were my major. I bought yeah, you know, they don't, uh, there are no, uh, no um, Weta ones. I looked when I was looking for I, my jewelry. I know, I know. Um, I've also looked before. Uh, mm. um, so I bought some prints, but I don't remember where they're from, uh, but they were for my husband. So I, I think I wasn't as excited um poor Jericho I know um so yeah now, that was asked, I still need to tell him about you being like is that other one a Godzilla too I already told him oh, he because he said I said Jesse's gonna text you about this and he was <laughs> like he's like well I was just getting ready to ask you if you knew who this was I was like <laughs> you know. I said no but I bought them for you you're welcome um you didn't so know yeah. regular you didn't know who regular Godzilla was that's right um yeah and then we had to come home yeah um that's pretty much all we did on Monday was uh visit the vendors which is normally what we do um yeah. you know there are panels and events on Monday but again you guys heard now that we didn't we don't really uh, I think we're always going to go to at least one or two, just a nostalgia mm-hmm. and B because of the podcast. We do want to cover at least some, especially cosplay based one. Uh, yeah, I think that's Dragon Con. That's Dragon Con. Dragon Con um, 2021. 
it was a good one. Uh, like we mentioned, like it was a lot different than previous years with COVID protocols and with just the way we did the con. Yeah, not everything was a negative though. No, there by any nope. means. not at all. It was, um, it was nice. It was a nice, uh, we paced ourselves well. I felt like, yeah. Um, and even with cosplay mishaps and stuff, like we still had a blast. So yeah, and that's just how we, Con. just how we roll. I was going to say Dragon Con and, you know, it'd be very hard not to have a good Dragon Con. Yep. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed hearing all about Dragon Con 2021. If you haven't been and you can go and you want to go, this is your sign. Get to Dragon Con. Um, it is our favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I'd recommend it. I don't know what she's talking about. Like this is your sign to because this is listen, if you die at Dragon Con, I'm not taking any responsibility. Well, I didn't say I was taking responsibility. I'm just saying go go to DragCon. We're we're telling you. Again, it's if it's feasible for you, if you've been on the fence, I would say, you know, go. Uh, get it. I I've yet to meet someone. We need to talk to Lauren again. Mm -hmm. I've yet to meet someone who's gone to dragon con and not wanted to go back to dragon con uh yeah so if you want to follow along with us in all of our cosplay adventures you can do that on social media we're on facebook and instagram at cosplay and cocktails pod we're also over on twitter at cosplay pod um and you so can- mad we didn't think to try that for everything first so mad so mad um you can send us stuff there or just follow along with us but if you want to send us a lot of stuff jesse handles all of that over on the email uh yeah if you want to email us you can send us weird fish pics interesting plants and mushrooms um uh cosplay uh things that you want to feature so if there's a cosplay you're working on that you're excited about there's something we've mentioned struggling with and you've got a tip send us a tip for us and our listeners um do you know why i couldn't get my prosade to work please let yeah. me know cosplay yeah. corrections i already said cosplays they won't feature well i was gonna say cosplay challenge ideas yeah, cosplay challenges or ideas for us to do for conventions where like i said c2e2 we haven't decided hopefully by the time this airs we will have decided but maybe not so uh what should we cosplay for C2E2, guys? Jericho, if you write in and say Dumb and Dumber, I swear to God. <laughs> cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes uh, for us to use. Um, I said episode ideas. Yeah, episode ideas. Is there something you want us to talk about or a convention you want to cover or um, some aspect of cosplay or conventions or nerd life that you would like us to talk about that's... if you have a question idea for jesse's ask you a question oh, yeah questions for that or answers for that um try to keep them broad so that uh you guys can answer those too this is yeah. let's have a, let's have a conversation y'all <laughs> some of us are real lonely some of us are going through some stuff just send me an email won't you <laughs> i'm like a dickensian like Please, sir, can I please have an email about Dermot Moroni? Please, sir, may I tri- a mayo for a mustard, sir? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse me, Governor. 
<laughs> Two mustards for mayo, Havna. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically me. So please, please, sir and or madam and or non-binary pal, please send me a scrap of email to make me feel <laughs> less lost and alone in this big scary world I don't all know. right well our accent uh, really Jessie got away from me <laughs> really did um where can they send that to governor our email is cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com that's gmail.com um okay are we done we're done okay bye bye